Good morning, Monday, June 26th. There is a limited slate of baseball today and even more limited for us because we don't play every game. We pay, play the best games. I'm going to give you a parlay today. It's a three-leg parlay. We're going to do it for only half unit because it's a three-leg parlay and we're not savages here. You're going to get paid plus 190 on this if it comes back as a winner, which means you're getting almost a unit of profit. Half a unit at plus 190 gives you a 0.95 profit. What is it? We're going to take the Rangers to win. We're going to take the Seattle Mariners to win. And we're going to take the Reds and Orioles over, but we're going to adjust that down. The line's at 10 now. We're going to take it down to 7.5 and, and go over 7.5. You get plus 190 for this bet. And that's the end of that. But I have a little bit of a teach a man to fish philosophy going on here, meaning I can give you the fish, which is the play, and I can feed you for a day, hopefully. The, the thing with betting is maybe I'm not feeding you for the day, but I also want to teach the man to fish or the woman, whatever the case may be, so that you can use this for the future. If I'm just giving you this pick, eh, I'm not sure how much I want to do this podcast, but if I can have a little entertainment, have a little fun, give you something of value, then I love doing this podcast. We're closing in on 700 episodes, so it works. It works. All right, what am I getting at? What am I teaching? And again, I don't want to be on a soapbox. Everyone out there has got their own experiences they can teach from. I've been doing this for a long, long time. I want to do a quick primer on round robins. You might be thinking to yourselves, what's this all about? Well, sometimes when you have less to analyze for the day, you have the chance to pull up some more information and put it together. That's exactly what we have today. Okay, boring, boring, right? Round robins. Do I feel comfortable with these three bets? You sure bet I am. Yes, yes, very comfortable with them. Well, then why don't I... Put them all in round robins. Why not? Why just one three-leg parlay? Why not round robin the whole thing? Then you can win four bets. You know, four bets. You say, what do you mean four bets? Well, there's four here. Take those three legs. You got the Reds Orioles over with Texas. You got the Reds Orioles over with Seattle. You've got Texas and Seattle, and then you got Texas Seattle on the over. That's four bets. Three two-leg parlays and one three-leg parlay. If you round robin, that's the definition of the round robin. All betting combinations. So you can imagine as you had a fourth leg, a fifth leg, a sixth leg, how many different combinations there are. Now here's the risk of round robins. Okay, first let's talk about the, the benefit. Because it's pretty big. Rather than just one three-unit three parlay, you're getting four parlay winners. If you're right just three times, and that's not that hard to do, right? Anyone can win three out of three. It happens all the time. You can get a big payoff. But here's the problem with that. You lose once, just one out of three, and you lose three out of four bets. You only win one bet. Go ahead. I'm not gonna. I, I actually erased the podcast episode and decided I would redo it because it got too down into the the deets, the details on it. Do your own analysis on that. Use the scenario. Take those three get bets or anything, any three you want, and 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 picture or write down on paper the four bets. Now put in Texas losing. Now start over with Seattle losing. Now start over with the, the over losing. Yeah, there's only one winner left. One out of four. And here's the problem with that. Winning two out of three, that's great. Again, on a day-to-day -day basis, 
it's nothing big. You've, you've uh, caught the fish, so to speak. But it's not a big deal. But if you can do that long term, it's fantastic. The best winning percentage all time of the best sports bettors in the history of the world is not 67%. You have to argue to get to 60. We're upper 50s. You're not going to find 67% winning percentage long term. So if you do 67% one day, you're doing fantastic. It's, it's just the way it is. Okay. So you were two wins and one loss. Instead, you did it in a round robin, and now you're one win and three losses. That, in a nutshell, is why you don't do round robins. Now, just quickly, again, I don't want this to be boring. Quickly, why am I putting them in this parlay? Why am I playing these bets? What's the value? This is, could be an entire other podcast. Let's take Texas. Let's take Texas as a minus 200 favorite. That means the books and the market, and it can be and or the market, say that they are a two in three chance of winning. They will win two out of three times. They play in the exact same matchup. That's what minus 200 is. Uh, quickly on that, books and the market don't always go hand in hand. It's not quite like a stock market. Even the stock market, by the way, has games on that. But sports betting would be even more likely with the sports books. Let's say that sports book took, we'll just use round numbers, a million-dollar bet or a bunch of bets that equaled a million dollars on one side, and they didn't have any action. I'm just using huge generalities. Didn't have any action on the other side. Well, they want action on the other side unless they themselves also believe that the other side will win. Not the side that they have the money on, but the other side will win. Then they don't want action on the other side. They'll take the million dollars, and that's all profit for them, if they're correct, which there's no guarantee that they are. But they play the odds, too. More likely, though, and you know this side of it, more likely the books want even money on either side to reduce their risk. So they will move the lines to even that out. So if they took a million dollars on Texas, for example, then they want a attractive line to get more money on the opponent. So they're going to move Texas up even farther and the other team to be more of a dog so they can try to balance the lines out. They don't want more money in Texas. They want more money on the other side. So if you're a believer in the other side, then you want to look for that sports book where there isn't where it hasn't adjusted with the market, where they're looking to balance their books, and then you can get your best line if you're convinced that the underdog's winning in this example. All right, so anyway, when would we play this game? If the team is minus 200, and I think they're going to win 60% of the time, yeah, I think Texas will win 60% of the time is what I'm in this example. I shouldn't be playing Texas alone. I shouldn't be playing Texas in a parlay. I shouldn't be playing Texas at all. I should be playing the other side. Because there's, that's where the value is. Even though the other side, in theory, they have only a 40% chance of winning, the value would be on them. Okay, so I'm not playing Texas because I, because I think they're 60%. I think they're 75 to 80%, which means there's value. If I think it's 67%, I'm not playing Texas because there's no value. Then you're just flipping a coin. You could get lucky. You might not get lucky. There's no real sense in doing that. You're not just going to add, well, this is a favorite of 200, so they're probably going to win. Let's just throw them in there. No, you have to do the analysis to figure out, is their likelihood of winning better than what the odds say? If it is, 
then you can consider them as a play, either alone or as part of a parlay. If they're equal to or less chance of winning, then you shouldn't be considering them at all. You should possibly look at the underdog. Now, obviously, if you're doing a parlay and you just took a team that has, a, in your opinion, a 40% chance of winning, why would you put that in a parlay? They have a less than 50% chance of winning on their own. You put it in a parlay, you just ruined your parlay, most likely. So in that case, then you take the underdog and you would add a run, add a two runs, add three runs, whatever reasonable line you can get, and then you can put it in a parlay. So that's the quick primer on it. But again, you just don't know what's going to happen. We don't play minus 200 games. Um, I, I can't remember if I just, if I, this is part of the podcast I erased or one of the things I've already mentioned because I'm not, you know, the script, there's no script. I'm doing it off the cuff, so to speak. Uh, I can copy off, read off what I've written in my Patreon page, the score projections page on Patreon, but I can't. Anyway, so let's just really briefly, we're not playing a minus 200 game because anything can happen. The value's there, yes. So if I say I think Texas has a 75 to 80% chance to win, you would be justified in betting on Texas minus 200. That would be a correct play. The odds are in your favor. Go ahead and do it. We don't do that. I don't suggest that for people that subscribe to my page. I don't do it myself. And why? Too much potential problems. The starting pitcher could have gotten drunk, rolled out of the bed of some stripper at 6 a.m., could have argued with his wife about where the heck he was until 6 a.m. He could have gotten a blister on his finger, something that simple, like our star Rays pitcher just a couple days, a day or two ago. Blank happens. That's why we don't pay that kind of juice. I'll end it with that. Hopefully that was educational to at least a little bit. Wasn't too much rambling. Uh, We're getting close to 700 podcast episodes, so uh, apparently this works. But I don't want this to be a situation where you come in, all right, shut up and give me the picks. I'm out of here. I respect that. You just want different different opinions. You can make your own analysis. I get it. But I wouldn't do this podcast just for that. I'm trying to keep some money in your pocket, put money in your pocket, educate, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We don't. We're not action junkies here. We're not. We're not savages. All right. So that's the deal. Like I said, we're getting close to 700 episodes. We're doing that. We're doing this. Yeah, partly for fun, but it's not just to give picks out there. I can do that any other way. Did that on Twitter for a long time, too. So, uh, as always, good luck.